This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Um, I want to address Georgia as we get started today. Um, look, I, I've had more numbers, early voting numbers, analysis in my head from varying people all over Georgia. I have no idea who's in the lead. I just don't. All I know is this, that Republicans in Georgia, states like Georgia, states like Arizona and elsewhere, they've had a reluctance and a resistance for early voting, mail-in ballots, drop boxes, all of this stuff. They just have. Now, it's interesting because in the state of Florida, Republicans there, they have, they've bought into the system and they do it with integrity because integrity measures are in place and they do it with confidence that they know that their votes are going to count. And Republicans, I will say this, they, you have, until less than until you can change the system this is not the system i would i would want it's not the one with the most integrity either in my opinion but until you get a republican governor and a republican legislature that is willing to adopt integrity measures so everyone has confidence in the results this is the only system you got it's so you've got to embrace it and my uh, my pa my passionate plea to Republicans in these states is you have got to do what the Democrats are doing. You can't go into Election Day down by whatever hundreds of thousands of votes and hope that you're going to make it all up. Now, am I saying that Herschel Walker is down by hundreds of thousands of votes? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I I'm getting different takes from d different people. All I know is this is that if you look at the numbers in the general election, in the early vote, Warnock was ahead by 255,000 votes. Herschel Walker won election day by nearly 220,000 votes. It's almost a wash. Um, now, I have no idea how to analyze. It seemed that, you know, if you look at demographically speaking, uh, a lower percentage of young people that tended to go for Warnock didn't show up uh, for early voting like they did during the general election. If you look at the percentage of the African-American vote, it is yeah, statistically even, meaning a number, if you, again, go, go by demographics, that Herschel Walker could do well with. Um, and I'm just getting anecdotal information from different people. Heavy turnout, according to Ralph Reed, he told me, very heavy turnout today. Other places are saying it's not heavy turnout. I just don't know. I do know this, though, that if 220,000 people that voted for Herschel in the general election on November 8th are out there voting today, and I think the polls close at 7, is it 7, 7.30? It's uh, 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Okay, so 
if everybody and you get online and you vote, if all of you that voted in the general election for Herschel show up today, he will win. He will absolutely win. Can I guarantee it? No, I can't. I'm not Pollyannish. I don't. I, there's no over exuberance here. I am saying victory is within your grasp. It's in your hands. If you want it, if enough people want it, you will win. But you have to do your job and you have to show up and you have to vote. And I know the weather's bad and I know it might be raining and it might be cold and it might be a pain in your ass. I know all of that. But the difference between 51-49 and 50-50 is pretty dramatic, especially with committee assignments. I also think, I may be way off base here, but I think after Joe Manchin got screwed over by Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden and was promised a pipeline if he went along with this Inflation Reduction Act or the Tax the Poor Middle Class and People on Fixed Income Act, um, that I, I think he would consider changing parties. I really believe that, but that would mean Herschel has to win. Uh, according to Scott Paradise, Walker's campaign manager, Raphael Warnock's early voting lead may be somewhat exaggerated since Republican counties waited until Monday to allow early voting. Nine out of the 10 counties with the highest turnout, he noted, were counties that Walker won in November by huge margins. There are there was almost two, two million votes cast in the in the lead up to today. A million or so voters who cast ballots in both the Republican primary and general election, but had not yet cast early ballots for this race. That would be a number that would push Herschel over the top, in my opinion. New York Times had an interesting analysis of this. They're pointing out something about today's Senate runoff that might be a factor. Uh, I call it the Bortz effect. Neil Bortz was the most prominent libertarian voice on radio for so many years, and so many people in, in Georgia are libertarian, I would argue, because of Neil's influence. But anyway, uh, Warnock finished ahead of Herschel Walker in the general election by fewer than 40,000 votes. The libertarian candidate, Chase Oliver, received more than 81,000 votes. He's not on the ballot today, and he earned about 50,000 votes more than the libertarian candidate did in the race for governor, suggesting that he was a sponge for conservatives that didn't vote for Walker. I would say the overwhelming libertarian voters that show up today are going to vote for Herschel. So it's it's all winnable. By the way, I'm not sure why Raphael Warnock waited to the last minute to say this. Now so desperate to justify his radical pro-abortion views, uh, literally criticizing Senator Lindsey Graham. Uh, I guess he was on with Joyless Reed on MSDNC. And uh, anyway, he said that Jesus himself would support abortion if he lived. This is what he actually said. I've said time and time again that a patient's room is too small and a cramped space for a woman, her doctor, and the U.S. government. Well, why are you making taxpayers pay for it then? Anyway, but if we care about life, uh, black women are dying three to four times the rate than white women in childbirth. And if you care about life, we ought to find a way... Uh, that's a place where government could show up and address the obvious bias in our health care system. And Joy Reid asks, is that what Jesus would do? That's exactly what Jesus would do. I, I think Jesus would probably err on the side of uh, life. That's just, just my guess. What do I know? On another side note, we have one top election official in Georgia warning that the runoff results might not be known till Wednesday. Here we go again. Oh, let's wait till Wednesday. Let's find out on Saturday. Why don't we wait another three or four weeks? I mean, this is why, when you think about it, it's so simple. If you want integrity in elections, have Election Day as a national holiday. 
You have paper ballots. You have partisan observers in every precinct from every party watching up close the voting so no, nothing nefarious is happening. When the polls close, partisan observers, every party, watch the vote counting. You get the result at the end of the night. You hire enough people. Okay, take a look. This is Herschel. This is uh, Warnock. This is Herschel. This is Herschel. This is Herschel. This is Warnock. That's the way I would hope it goes. Um, anyway, so we'll see if um, the Washington Times, Ralph Reed, state's former Republican Party chair, is now the head of the Faith and Freedom Coalition, said internal polls show that 15% of the voters who picked Governor Kemp and Senator Warnock will now turn out for Herschel Walker. He believes that this is a winnable race. But again, it's all due to turnout today. It, this, this race is going to be decided in the next uh, three hours and 45 minutes in Georgia. So if you haven't voted and you hear my voice, go get online and vote. And if you have to stay online, if you're online, if you're there by 7, you get to vote. You have to be on the line by 7 o'clock. Uh, interesting, Democrats are now pushing to lower the voting age to 16. No voter ID, no signature verification. Let's get young people. We'll offer them free college tuition and everything, and maybe they'll vote for us. What a system. Um, we, we, we're going to spend a lot of time today on a lot of what we discussed yesterday and how everybody's missing the bigger part of the story here. I mean, what Elon Musk said on Saturday as as they revealed this unholy alliance that existed. I mean, he I'll use his terms. If you shut down dissenting votes and you do one team's bidding, that by its very definition is election interference. And if you're wondering why they only spent seven seconds uh, talking about this on the Sunday programs this week, I believe it was Mark Short who brought it up briefly, seven seconds worth of content on all the Sunday shows combined. The reason is very obvious because the media and even Elon Musk suggested this. They are complicit in lying to the American public. The bigger part of the story here is the government's involvement in all of this. In other words, we now know that the FBI was warning every big tech company during first monthly, then weekly meetings in the lead lead up to the 2020 presidential election. Now you're asking yourself, why would the FBI be involved? Well, that's a very good question to ask, actually, because the FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop in 2019, and they knew that Rudy Giuliani had a copy, and they knew that it was likely that this information would come out some point, at some point prior to the election. So before it came out, According to Twitter's own head of site integrity at the time, Yoel Roth is the guy's name, but they would be meeting with the FBI on a weekly basis. The FBI was warning all these big tech companies uh, there might be some outside election interference. Uh, they're going to do these hack and leak operations, and one of Twitter's rules is they don't publish hacked materials. That's fine, but even they recognize that that's, that's not going to fly. Uh, in one of the one of the reveals that they had on Friday. So what's interesting about this is they, they were warning Facebook. They were warning Twitter. They had these weekly meetings. 
uh, and they were told that the intelligence community expected individuals associated with political campaigns would be subject to hacking attacks and material obtained through hacking attacks, et cetera, would be disseminated over social media platforms. They had Hunter's laptop. 11 months they had it. They knew they could authenticate it. So then the question is, why would the FBI be going forward and putting their thumb on the scale, telling these t- big tech companies, you've got to be on the lookout. It's probably not going to be true. It's probably going to be a lie. It's probably going to be hacked materials. Well, that set the stage for them not to publish the, the New York Post article, the reveal on Hunter Biden's laptop, which was very real. And the FBI agent who organized those weekly meetings with big tech was a supervisory special agent. His name is Elvis uh, Khan. His post, I'm sorry, Khan is how you say it, I think. Cham. I'm sorry, I don't know. All right, give me a break. Uh, I'm not saying it on purpose. Anyway, his postgraduate thesis claimed that Russia interfered with the 2016 election to help Donald Trump. Just the opposite is true. He was the guy that was meeting with these big tech companies. Anyway, we know this because he testified just last week in a lawsuit against the Biden administration as he was organizing meetings in San Francisco for as many as seven D.C.-based FBI agents in the run-up to the 2020 election. And the lawsuit will talk to the, uh, the Attorney General of Missouri, Eric Schmidt, the senator-elect, also brought by Louisiana, alleges that White House officials and federal agencies acted with big tech to censor disfavored speakers and viewpoints and content on social media platforms. So they literally prevented a story that would have a big impact on the election. Knowing, having had Hunter's laptop for 11 long months, do you understand what the FBI did here? They prevented the public from knowing the truth about Joe and Hunter Biden when they knew damn well that that laptop was legitimate and it was real. And they were instructing them to be on the lookout for possible foreign interference and hack and leak operations and things that they shouldn't be publishing. Meanwhile, they had a copy themselves. This is two elections now, presidential elections, where the FBI, which should be the world's premier law enforcement agency, is putting their thumbs on the scale to influence the outcome. Now, what's going to happen with this? That's anybody's guess at this point. By the way, speaking of Twitter, they did confirm 5.4 million user accounts were exposed in a software vulnerability. By the way, this is back in, in 2021. Personal information, emails, phone numbers uh, from this data breach have been published online at a hacker forum, uh, meaning it's free for the taking for these cyber criminals. If they exploit it, that means they're going to make phishing attacks and so on and so forth that could lead to identity theft. All of us every day are putting personal information at risk on the Internet. And that's why LifeLock.com by Norton is so pivotal because they see all the threats we'll miss on our own. And if, in fact, your information is detected, you'll get an alert. If your identity is stolen, you get a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist to fix it for you. Anyway, LifeLock by Norton, a low annual rate. And you can save an additional 25% off your first year. When you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or just go to lifelock.com and use the promo code Hannity. Protect your good name, your reputation, your finances, your credit score. 
1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com. Save 25% with the promo code Hannity.